Hello! Welcome to Two Part Tales. We bring you new, original stories split into two parts. This week's story is Double Cross Bay, Part 1, written by C.J. Claypool, narrated by Alicia Claypool. Double Cross Bay Why didn't we do this last summer? Jules' mom asked, spreading out a blanket in the shade of a bright red beach umbrella. I don't know what I was thinking, trying to take a vacation on a jungle expedition. I was more tired when I got back home than when I left. Jewel heard her mom's voice in the background, but wasn't listening to a word she said. Her eyes busily scanned the last paragraph she read, making sure she didn't skip over a single detail. Her mom tapped a finger on the top of Jewel's book. And besides, an empty beach is the perfect place for you to read your books. Isn't that right? Jewel looked up and nodded quickly. Mm-hmm, she said, before moving her eyes back to the pages in front of her. Her mom sighed. You could at least take off your shoes and try to get some sun. She rolled a separate towel into a makeshift pillow and put it under her head as she stretched out on the beach. Jewel didn't reply. She was quite happy to stand, fully clothed, on the beach and reading Double Cross Bay, the newest book in the Talia Ridley series. It wasn't Talia's first pirate adventure, but Jewel liked action on the high seas just as much as a good crawl through an ancient temple. Pirates brought a certain flair the trap-filled, dusty ruins couldn't match. A gust of salty ocean wind blew through the pages, making Jewel lose her place. She looked up to scowl at the breeze, but raised a curious eyebrow instead. Way out in the ocean, farther away than she could ever swim, Jewel could see the faint outline of a large three-mast sailing ship. She flipped back a few pages to find the paragraph she just read that described the pirate vessel Talia was currently aboard. Reading it again, Jewel said, It looks just like hers. Talia walked comfortably across the ship's main deck. The rocking waves didn't do anything to throw off her balance. She approached the captain. Just so we're clear, I gave you the map in exchange for safe travel. You and your crew can keep whatever treasures you can carry below deck. The captain smiled a scruffy, toothless smile and nodded his head eagerly. Talia looked to check the sun's position before squaring up directly in front of the pirate. But, she stared directly into his glassy eyes. He coughed. Talia could smell something foul in his breath. But not before you give it a look first. In one smooth motion, Talia raised her eyebrows and chin. And, the pirate swallowed the dry spit in his mouth. And you get your pick of one piece of the loot, but no more than one he added defiantly. Talia knew that making deals with pirates was more of a gamble than an art, but she needed a boat for this leg of her current adventure. She glanced up at the sky one more time before turning to stand side by side with the captain behind the massive ship's wheel. She pointed a steady finger toward the horizon. Then keep us sailing straight ahead, north by northwest. We should be there soon. Julie used her thumb as a bookmark and let the pages close around it. With her other hand, she reached into her shirt and pulled out a chain she'd been wearing around her neck every day since her last vacation through the jungle. She held up the closed compass that hung there, popping it open like her grandpa had shown her with his old pocket watch. The red arrow danced slightly before focusing in on a fixed point. Jewel looked up the beach, then back at the compass, then back one more time again at the vast sandy ocean front. Not too far away, north by northwest, Jewel saw the beach curve slightly. 
Just behind the swaying palm trees, Jewel thought she could see the opening of what looked like a large rocky cave. Mom, I'm going for a walk, Jewel said. Behind her sunglasses, Jewel saw her mom's eyes blink open from a nap she had already slipped into. Okay, sure, but don't go too far. She adjusted the rolled-up towel under her head, and Jewel saw her eyes close again. Jewel opened the compass again, and holding it in front of her, followed the beach north by northwest until she rounded the curve filled with palm trees. As she walked, Jewel made a small mark in the trunk of each tree as she passed it. Just in case, she thought. She stopped behind the last tree before the cave opening and peeked her head around its trunk. Her eyes widened at what she saw. A dozen men wearing tattered clothes and bandanas on their heads were carrying armloads of treasure up the rickety ramp back to their ship. "'Pirates!' Jewel whispered. Rings and coins of all shapes and sizes fell from their dirty arms that carried greater prizes. The swords and crowns all had gemstones shining through years of dust sparkling in the noontime sun." Jewel scanned the crowd, following their trail with her eyes back toward the mouth of the cave, until she saw her. Talia, she said without thinking. One pirate dropped his loot and went for the sword at his side. Spies! In the trees! he yelled. They're after our treasure! Another pair of pirates threw down their stolen goods, quickly arming themselves with the rusted and dirty daggers they had hidden in their boots and belts. Jewel gasped and ducked behind the trees. She wanted to run, but her legs refused to move. She heard the pirates approaching from both sides of the tree. Sand, kicked up from one of their boots, sprayed on the ground on her left side. Then Jewel heard a different voice. Back to work, all of you. I'll handle this. Talia's voice was stern and sharp, but not as sharp as the blade she pointed at the three pirates closing in on Jewel. But lass, one of the pirates started. The treasure isn't safe. I'll let you know what's safe and what isn't, Talia returned. Remember who you're working for. She stood tall and straight, her body language telling a completely different story than the slouching pirates. The pirate snorted and spit into the sand. I, come on, boys, he said, tucking his sword back into his belt. The others followed behind him back toward the line of workers, mumbling and spitting as they walked. Jewel, is that you? Talia said slowly moving her head around the palm tree. Jewel sat motionless. Her eyes moved up to meet Talia's, and she saw a warmth there that melted away all of her fear. Hi, she managed to say. This wasn't the first time Jewel met her favorite adventuring hero, but she still found it hard to put one word after the next. Talia sheathed her sword and held out a hand. Come on, I need to get back in there. No telling what these thieving dogs will have tucked away for themselves while I wasn't looking. Jewel took her hand, and the two of them quickly walked back to the cave entrance. Sorry, Jewel said as they walked. Sorry if I messed something up. I was just reading my new book. I mean, your... She paused, trying to think about how to explain it, but gave up. I read about you tracking down a treasure going north by northwest. So I pulled out the compass you gave me last summer and followed it here. Talia stopped mid-step. You have the all-knowing compass? Here? She said, more than asked. Jewel nodded and started to pull it out from the neck of her shirt. Talia stopped her. No, not in front of them. Not yet, anyway. She smiled. We may need that later. She took Jewel's hand and squeezed it in a way that made Jewel feel like she just got a hug. 
I knew giving that to you is the right thing to do. Come on, you need to see this place, Talia said, leading the way deeper into the cave. Jewel had read about treasure-filled caves before, but seeing one was something entirely different. Gold coins and jewelry was piled along the back wall, some of it taller than she was. Oh, she said. It was all she could say. Trunks full of gems and expensive armor sat scattered along the wet sand like seashells on the beach. And just like excited children hunting those shells, pirates were busy running from one stash to another, scooping up all they could carry and taking it back to the ship. Why are you letting them take everything? Jewel finally asked. She looked up at Talia, confused. She whispered, Aren't they the bad guys? Talia arched an eyebrow. Pirates are usually bad, true, but not always. Besides, I needed a ship. She monitored the pirate's movement, watching for anything suspicious. These sea dogs are only after what glitters and sparkles. Talia leaned in slightly and said, I'm searching for the ocean's call. Jewel nodded as if she understood what Talia meant. She casually followed Talia's gaze to watch the pirates scuttle about. What's the ocean's call? Jewel hoped she sounded half as cool as she intended, not like the excited little girl standing next to the Talia Ridley. Talia glanced sideways at Jewel. Let's just say that not all treasures are golden. She looked back at the workers, paying special attention to the one who charged Jewel in the trees. He hadn't been carrying as much, nor working as hard since their little run-in. And now he was having a hushed conversation with the ship's captain at the opposite side of the cave. Talia didn't like the way the two men were staring at her while they talked. Stay sharp, Talia said quietly. You might have been right about these guys after all. That's all we have time for today. Check back later for part two of this two-part tale. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast to have new episodes delivered straight to your phone, computer, or tablet. You can also go to twoparttales.com to find links to our YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook pages. Until next time, take care.